Club NGMI. We are so glad you made it to the spooky season edition of Club NGMI. Dandy8052 is playing Hurt, so Lou's going to drive the ship. I just realized we're supposed to do a cold open and then do the intro, so we're just going to bring our friends on now. Uh, so, <laughs> Nailed Welcome, it. everyone. Um, so, Lou, how was your week? Uh, it was a good week. I It was my last week of regular work, so it was pretty busy on that end, but seems like I didn't miss anything too crazy in the nft space so uh as you drink i i see that mug that you got there yeah at the that ori mug oh yeah wow very nice great the one and only what do you mean nothing big happened we'll get we'll get to something big that Mm -hmm. happened this is unbelievable lou i don't understand you babs how was your (laughs) week my week was brutal because I missed the only big thing of the week. So I feel like now I'm just sad. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it was, it was a pretty boring week, I'd say. Um, not a ton that I would have minted. Um, I was excited for Parallel. I struck out. So that wasn't uh, super fun. Um, but Straight other than zeros. that, I got zeros across the board. I got none. Um, and, you know, that was one of the few things that I was just like looking forward to. Um, so I'd say otherwise, it was a pretty quiet week for minting. I didn't do a ton. Um trying to remember but otherwise you know it's good glad to be here happy to have you babs as always trey welcome back from the thank the you sun down in florida up to minnesota to timely you're like the opposite of a migrating bird yeah north it, uh, winter. well i already booked a flight back for uh for thanksgiving so it felt like i was gone for i'd never been away from home for that long two weeks so felt a little bit weird kind of kind of weird to be back but Kind of glad to be back in my element, you know, sitting on my computer all day. But like, uh, like Lou and Babs uh, said here, pretty uh, ho-hum week in terms of minting and stuff other than parallel. So it seems like we're kind of back to like that early June, late May time where we, we almost know when the good mints are coming up and they're not, it's not just like this free-for-all frenzy constantly. So it's actually, it's been kind of like a breath of fresh air, right? Uh, spent some time, you know, celebrating Halloween this weekend, saw my Vikings loss yesterday in person. So that sucked. Uh, but other than that, can't complain. I, I haven't had that take of we're basically recycling. Um, I like that take. Uh, I haven't it seems like it. The, it. There's really, there's just no, there's no crap mints really anymore. At least maybe they're just not, maybe we're just not noticing them because there's just not as much activity. In general, not as much capital coming into the NFT space, not as many eyeballs because of, you know, all the other coins that are ripping right now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it like I said, it's, it's actually kind of nice. So more quality, less, you know, less quantity. We had that one stretch there where I feel like we were minting like four to five things every day at a minimum, right? Oh, and, and that was yeah. like so overwhelming. <laughs> it's at, like like you said, it's kind of refreshing to have, you know, maybe one every couple days that we might look at. Um, yep. You know, kind of feels like it's it's nice to have kind of a, a little little bit of time back almost, right? But, mm-hmm. but again, it'd be nice to have a little bit more things to look forward to, I would say too. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't think we could replace, uh, you know, that that August, I think is when uh, it was probably peak frenzy when it was just, you couldn't leave your computer or else you were, you were probably costing yourself money. Yeah, we had a cycle like this earlier and I want to say it was around 
the pudgy penguins where yeah. it was everyone was trying to mint at 0. 0.08 and then the 0. 0.08 mints were failing they weren't selling out and then that's why we went into the pudgy penguins and when we hit the pudgy penguins we thought oh maybe it's these cheap ones that are the only things that are going to sell out now and then just less projects were jumping each day i think there was one day was it like sunday was it when there was only two on that calendar yeah, that popped yeah. in so i think there's just less coming out because they're a little more scared that it's not as easy to immediately sell out anymore. Yep. So, Babs, you said there was nothing big. Or Lou said there was nothing big. Zug, where's my, where are my Zuggers at? I mean, that was a huge day for, for the, those of us in the Discord and the, in Zug world. So, uh, the Ether Orcs have finished have they called it phase one babs is that what they're calling it it was phase phase one that was kind of like their initial roadmap let's say so yeah so uh what happened was um a few of us in the discord got basically we're lazy we just had our orcs training who cares what that really means training forever fast forward to a while um weeks literal weeks in nft world which is months and then these orcs um they had a chance to become gods. There were only 12 god spots, essentially. And 21 orcs in general were eligible. We believe that two were in a dead wallet that wasn't doing anything with it. So there were 19 available. And then all day, it was basically contract sleuthing. People were learning solidity. I know EZ in the chat learned that the exclamation mark equals means not equals. So we're all learning <laughs> stuff together with the, the orcs. <laughs> Which that that fact is just in of itself. I, I'm not trying to shame easy. I think it's great that people are legit learning a small part of coding uh, through this nerd stuff. And then uh, what happened was four the four of us who were going for it for an ether god ether god nope orc god through ether orcs hit, uh, and that was incredible. And along the way, um, a few people made contact with uh, a punk owner, and then a punk owner owner joined our little corner of the world which is pretty incredible so um shout out to the folks uh in the discord working with the the orcs specifically easy you did a bunch of the work on the orc side but yeah we got the ether uh the ether orc orc gods and of course i got the florist god which is great love liquidity for my zombie orc uh and i'm not even sure like they just have more ability to get more zug like what What's better than them other than aesthetics, Babs? Do you do you know the mechanics of the next steps? They have the highest Zug modifier. So I think they're plus 30. And I think the best you could have otherwise is plus 27 or something. Or, or they're plus 35. So they just earn more Zug a day. Um, but the orc, like the orc thing was fun. Like I, I actually love the game theory of it. So you basically had, you know, almost call it a 50% chance of getting an orc god, which you know, in our heads, we thought they'd all sell for around 12, 12 Ethereum. But if, if you didn't end up getting one of those, I would say you almost had an eight Ethereum swing. Like if, if you ended up yeah. on the bad side, you have a naked orc and he's probably worth, you know, at best three to four Ethereum. So it was kind of crazy to make the decision to go for that because you're basically making the decision to never have equipment for your orc. It was just a fun game theory thing. You had to make a decision, um, a risky one. And you don't you don't see that with NFT projects very often. Like I I just love the orcs for that reason. It was it was a lot of fun to see people try for it. So 
Uh, what do you think about the future of the orcs, though, Babs? Because that's the next step, especially for those orc gods. Like, we need we need an orc, uh, a zug sink to really use our utility. So, um, I've seen some things. I know they're they're kind of in a tough spot as far as a dev team goes, um, for a couple of reasons. But what what do you think about the next steps? Are you in, excited about the announcements they've been making, or like what's your analysis there? I'm I'm still excited. Like I haven't sold. I sold one. I sold my albino that I you know I, I ditched the the dungeon before you guys went for the orc gods. I sold one, and I still have seven left. Um, you know, I'd say I'm bullish because I still have them. And, and you know me, I try and limit my projects that I hold long term. And and orcs is one of those ones I'm holding. Like I I look forward to the you know deployment of the next phase, which is they're trying to do raids, which is basically group kind of dungeon missions. Um, and you know trying to go for that first on-chain RPG game, um, have some utility, you know, and if it takes off, if the game's fine. Um, Robot bad. Kind of like, oh, no. yeah. Oh, am I freezing? <laughs> yeah, you, you robot yeah, it a little we're bit. We're losing, yes. So what, what a few of oh, us okay. that no, we're back. doing orcs were saying is like, this has been the most fun game that we've had on nft world and it was just the leveling part so i like the idea of the rating because it's kind of actually today in the discord we were just chatting we're like oh yeah we'll get the band back together and do some rating together like uh let's just do this as a group and then um i mentioned you know i used to do some game nights on zoom and this can replace that in some ways too of like hanging out with your internet buddies doing some rating with your orcs it's just it's just at a whole different scale like uh, one one orc god uh, today sold for 10 ethereum and that seemed about right to me but that's also how i price stuff as i price it fairly low compared to other people when we're talking high price things so other folks in the discord were like oh it feels low uh for what they think the orc orc god should be compared to the floor price which i get in that perspective for sure but I, my brain just kind of short circuits when i go go that high um so yeah we'll see we'll see what it looks like moving forward i, I would love to uh oh Everything's a content play now, apparently, as I shave my face after my wife goes away on a work trip uh, for a content play. Uh, seems like it could be something to stream. I don't know if there's a nice UI for the, the rating, whatever that looks like. I know they showed an animation of a dude chopping. So that was pretty fun. Um, Lou or Trey, how about an outsider's perspective on the on the orcs? Were you all interested in the orcs? Did you all have FOMO, not from like ETH perspective, but from like gaming and participating? What was your perspective on that? I was just going to kind of add that. Um I I really don't get too upset, especially nowadays when I do miss something. I, I you know, I obviously have that quick little bit of like, oh damn, like I really like dropped the ball on that one. I should have been at my computer or something like that. But for the most part, like once people start selling their stuff and and whatever, and everybody's kind of out, then I I kind of just brush it off and and move on to the next one. This one though, for sure, I've had like this kind of lingering like. Mostly because you guys, it seemed like at first it was like zug, zug, zug. And I was like, okay, this is just going to be another one of those like, you know, quick little memes that we run through in the discord. And then it's, it's kind of like onto the next thing, but this is definitely stuck around and it's, it's cool to see. Like, I feel like I, I actually do feel like I'm missing out on like a portion of the discord because it's so active and so many people are still in it and enjoying it um because there's like that game aspect to it where you can hop into the discord and do it with your friends like raid with that's pretty cool um so that's the type of stuff nowadays that i get more upset that i missed about not it, it's not even about the eth like you said it's more just about like the camaraderie i guess which sounds super cliche but actually uh that's kind of where the fomo is coming from right now it's about the community the community right? yeah yeah <laughs> 
Lou, what was your outsider perspective on the, the orcs? Um, I haven't really been following the orcs, but you, you mentioned the, the idea of like gaming. Did you guys see the, the Alluvium gameplay trailer? That looked pretty cool there. Um, I think when it comes down to it, the games that are going to succeed are the games that are going to be fun to play, not just the ones that are selling for high amounts. Because mm -hmm. if oh, people are selling these for 10 ETH, then people are going to be less interested in playing the game and more interested in selling for more. So I think long run, that might not be the best thing, but it's currently in that hype cycle of like, these are the best things you can have right now. So it's replacing like the rarest items, but you can um, level up and then eventually re you eventually reach God status or you have to have done it already. It's a sore subject, Lou. So it's a sore subject. <laughs> so not anymore. Um, basically the first phase, the only phase you were able, you're going to be able to get an orc god or get any equipment. So like you had to make decisions along the way of like what dungeons you wanted to raid. Um, you know, obviously the, the for earlier dungeons had more equipment, so they were easy to, easier to get. But if you waited for the later ones, some of them got, you know, stripped before you even got there. So you, you kind of had to make that game theory decision of what you wanted to do, um, which was a lot of fun, right? Like it was, it was kind of strategic that way. Um, but yeah, that whole phase is done. So you're kind of now to the next phase, which is um, raiding, which which their plan is to do raids and get companions with it. We don't really know much of the details, but you're you're trying to earn Zog to you know maybe get companions, which would be elves or something else, like develop the game to a different extent. But you, you, all the Genesis orcs are kind of done at this point. You're you're missing the bo bone shards, which is what you'll get, and you'll turn the bone shards into a. Th See, it's very straightforward, guys. It's very simple. Uh, but Lou, what what I thought you were going to step into was, uh, I alluded to this earlier, but the dev team has uh, liquidity problems with themselves because they this is a free mint. They've taken zero dollars on secondary sales, and so now there's they're expected to keep building this game out. What's their incentive, or why are they going to do it? So one one method they're exploring, or I don't know if it's finalized yet, but they're expecting to auction off, create another orc god, and auction off that orc god to pay for development fees so they're diluting the pool if you will of uniques and this reminds me a little bit of of top shot when we're talking about the super high-end like lebron the cosmics and that kind of thing where we oh what if they go back and they build they get a, a new one of one unique whatever for another high-end player kind of thing so what does it look like as a user that you know i i didn't work hard but i waited and i pay, i was patient and i won a race essentially to get this really rare nft now what uh, you're diluting it. That, so that doesn't really feel that good as a user, but I get it from the dev perspective. And didn't the, those fluffy polar bears just do that too? Where they had, what, like 900 or however many that weren't claimed, and then they were going to create more one-of-ones? I, I didn't hear about them creating more. I didn't either. But if that's the case, then that's pretty dumb. Yeah, I read that, that they were adding like 99 that... I don't know if they were going to be auctioned off. I forget the the method they were going with, but yeah, it was. However, many didn't get um, minted at the end. I think was going to determine how many they created, but yeah, it's kind of weird. Where if you can't reach the god status, the only way you can get it is by buying. And if they have too much of an advantage, 
then that might deter the people that don't have the gods as well. Um, and that's interesting that you said that they're building out a game, but they don't have money to fund it because that's all of these games. That's their big thing is they need the funding. So that's not the best. I don't think like long-term look, but yeah, if there's ways that they can figure out how to generate cash, then I think that would be um, a good idea. <laughs> well, what's, what's tricky is like, clearly they haven't thought about this stage yet because they held some uh, orcs back which we thought when they were first happening, we were like, oh, this is ultra bullish because they have to build this game to get value out of it. So they're really incentivized to make this thing good. Fine. But then, um, actually, out, I saw Outlaw in the Discord mention this, like, well, then when when do you ever sell them? When do you ever say, I'm not bullish anymore? Like, when, <laughs> when do you signal that as a dev team? You can't. I don't. So what do you do? Pabs, what do you, what, you seem to have something here. Well, that's the problem. Like you hold these back um, in, in in order for you to have some kind of liquidity and stake in the game. But what the instant you sell them, people are worried that you sold them. Um, and then, so so the other, other option is hold them. But then you run in this liquidity problem where they don't have any, like they never charge secondary sales. They really, they invested their own money to start this. Now, now what do you do, right? Like I would love for them to sell them all right now, but all that does is send a signal to the market that, hey, maybe they're, worried that their game isn't going to be developed like they want it to be right so i don't i don't know what the answer is i would be fine with the middle road being they stake this because you could stake this this orc to get zug which is the in-game uh i don't want to say currency but i'm I'm trying to find the clever way to say it's not token uh, i guess yeah token i was trying to find the funny way that they they dance around the the words to not be a security but uh i don't even know whatever They, they could get that token and then sell the token because then it's recurring they, they're still invested and that's the way to get some liquidity but fact of the matter is right now for that token there's not enough value within the game for it to be worth uh, a significant portion to pay for dev teams or you know get some uh, chipotle on the table if you will so for so you I- two being in it still sorry to cut you off there dangy is that not like incredibly bearish that they haven't like they set up i mean this is a horrible business plan you don't have any capital at all to even push the game forward from there. Like I know that it's a good look on the surface to not charge secondary fees and not act like you're being greedy. But I mean, there's definitely a fine line there. Like you need, you, they're running into a problem now that they've kind of backed themselves into a corner that it's going to be really hard to get out of. Cause if they stick to not taking any secondary sales or fees from secondary sales, then they're stuck with no capital anymore. And now they got to think of all these weird ways to, to go about it from there. So the fact that these are selling for so much and that people, I mean, they don't even have it thought out yet. That's uh, I'd be at least a little bit concerned there. And I don't mean to fud it because I, I have no dog in the fight. Just uh, kind of interesting to hear that because I haven't been following it that much. Yeah, so so they did put they did put a vote forward to increase fees to two point five percent. So they are trying okay. to start something, and then yeah. they 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 have said they've kind of started the rating like development already. Like it's not as far away as you think it is. So if they come out with that and it's halfway decent, then like maybe we're more bullish. But yeah, it's concerning until you get to the point of you seeing the next phase of the game in some capacity, right? Yeah, so, yeah. I haven't I'm, seen any talk about it outside of our Discord at all not on twitter not in other discord so that's where i guess in that sense don't have that fomo because like i 
don't really see other people talking about it to mm -hmm. really gauge that like general sentiment. So I guess that's my side. And then there's like the thread that we have. And if I'm not in the thread, then I'm not hearing the talk about it, you know? Well, for sure. And that's kind of, that's kind mm -hmm. of our bullish case on why like mm -hmm. some of us are holding it is, you know, a lot of, not a lot of people know about it. The floor is pretty decent considering, you know, we increase yeah. supply the whole time and still holding it like 0.6. So it's still decent. Um, and I think our bull case is if, if people ever like caught onto it and started talking about it more, then you get people interested in, in it, you know, all the prices, all of a sudden the price could go up. Like that's kind of why some of us are, are bullish long-term I'd say, but you know, yep. that's I'm, the thesis of the play. I'm also bullish because these, these projects, we, we, they're like small businesses that raise capital very quickly. And so what they're going to, they're going to suck somewhere in my view, there's not going to be a perfect, company maybe there is one maybe it's parallel i don't know we'll get to that in a, in a bit i think but what where would i want them to suck paying themselves sure <clears throat> if, if i had to pick one that's one to, to pick because their contract has been fairly ironclad they had to pause once for a small issue i believe but i think that was it they paused the game that, and that was a little harrowing as an as uh somebody who had an orc because i remember that they they had to pause the the game for a little bit reset it because there was an issue when they migrated from one contract to the other but otherwise the contracts have been ironclad they were really good at communicating within the Discord. So community management side, they've been good. Um, but I agree. Um, business side, they're they're terrible because they have zero dollars, I guess. But uh, I think as a user, that's fine with me as long as they can find a way to keep building. So uh, I, that's the I, I like it in that that's the furthest away problem when you're developing the game or developing the project, right? Because smart contract might come first. Community comes first, probably. Smart contract, then then we've got art, and all those things have to be in place. And people do love the art for the orcs. Even I mean, it's a specific style. So if you're a nerd that you know played Diablo in your basement and then started working out and then got some sick abs, then uh, became Babs and then became abs, you love the art, uh, like my friend Babs. So I think it makes sense on a lot of levels, aside from that business development side. So... And they have outs, right? Like we just described. You you could do the Zug route. You could make a 13th god, which people were talking about the 13th god that first night, actually. Like 13, it makes sense to have gods as far as the number goes. Fine. Um, but yeah, it, it does kind of stink to change the rules after the game has been played. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. So uh, Babs, you struck out on Parallel, right? Uh, Lou and Trey, did you? How did you all do on parallel, or did you participate? Three three zero here. Same, but I still don't have my cards. So really, I, I just got mine today. Out, I guess on uh, all of the all of the wealth since everyone just immediately undercuts or takes the <laughs> the wealth offers. Yeah, one of the rarest card I had was like a, a one point five floor with one point two offers on it, and then I checked today. And it's 0.4 floor with 0.3 offers on it. So I was like, well, yeah. how do people bring it down so fast, so hard? It's like people are just trying to immediately get out. And that was the worry I had going into it was if you're not going to hold, then you either have to immediately sell or you're just kind of screwed. Yeah, it was a race to, to get the cards this time. It was less so last time, but it's also much more under the radar. I think yeah. uh, in the July it was. drop. 
Um, Last time you were better off getting them and then waiting two weeks, um, yeah. right? Where a lot of people did accept offers right away, but but you know obviously it was a different market then, and it 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 rocketed pretty hard like two weeks after the drop. This one, I think it's it's a slow burn down to to the bottom a little bit. It's just a different environment right now, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, if that changes, yeah, of course, in two weeks it might it might go back up, but right now I think the market is what it is, right? It's I think also more supply thing. too. But it they is, still yeah, have a ton of cards, don't yeah. they? That yeah. they have to release. That's what I'm not clear on. So how many, how many more drops? I mean, is this like a Zed situation where they're just gonna, you know, they have a cap on these SEs and they're just gonna keep releasing oh. them until they can? Yes. SEs, yes. Um, but there's gonna be a ton of cards, and that's yeah. by design for the game. <laughs> more cards, just, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Always more cards is my understanding of of the game. So. Yeah, I, I think you're tr- who are you really selling to? You're selling to completists, people who want the whole set, and then once they get their set, then they're happy. So that's fine. Um, there's not that many people like that in the world that are interested in parallel and that missed out on the drop. So yeah, the high-end buyers are are few and far between. I know uh in the Discord Crypto Storm is our resident a resident parallel uh maxi and and kind of knowledge base. Uh so we were using him as a big resource, I guess. Uh, and yeah. he was saying basically, yeah, the, some of the cores and the masterpieces are really worth a lot, um, but it's just not liquid. So that's the biggest um, issue right now, I think, with with trying to sell your parallel, parallel cards. It's like my my orc, right? My orc's a floor orc, floor orc god. So more liquid than the other ones, but you know, not as good as the other ones, I guess. Um, I, what are what are our thoughts on the the drop? So. Um, I talked about it a little bit before. It's like Web two, you have to log in and have an account. Fine. Web three, you have to have a MetaMask. So, when you went in and you you reserved them, what, did we like that process? All that kind of stuff. What kind of failings were there? Babs, you were I'm nodding. Like, man, I was so tilt. I'm tilted about the whole process. Like I I like I hate first come first serve. I hate the whole like is your internet the fastest? Like you click the button, your your web page loaded ten seconds before mine. I was dust. Right. So like. Like to me, that's not fair. Um, one, like if you wanted to make it fair, just do top shot Q system, right? Like your, your whole intention was to get as many packs into many different people's hands as possible. Then, then do the Q system. I know Trey is shaking his head, but, but if, yeah. if that's your intention, just do the Q system, right? Like, and then if your intention is you want people to have packs, why did you let people reserve three, right? Like you had one third less people getting packs because you gave everyone three when you knew demand was going to be insane. Like why did people need three? Right. So like, I just hated the whole process and I know maybe, maybe it's sour grapes cause I missed out, but I hated it last time when I, when I got them. So um, I, I would just prefer either like have a gas war or make it a queue if you're going to do it this way. Yeah. The queue makes sense to me, the queue or a raffle. Like I, I was listening to a podcast. I'll have to pull up which one it was. And it was about like fairness and NFT drops and different leaks and kind of thing. And, um gas wars aren't fair for obvious reasons um and then what are other leaks available and what they came up with was basically a time-based raffle where you put in the ethereum and then you get it back at the end if you fail or you get the token if, if you succeed so that's one way to do it i think versus this click as fast as you can um kind of concept because yeah it's it's relatively arbitrary but it could be botted i don't think it was in this scenario but yeah it leads to frustration because like why was why were some people in our our discord able to get 333 which is the basically low medium and high tier drops and then some were able to get 000 like what 
what was it? I don't know. They, they all wanted it the same. And kind of, it, it just, it, it does leave a bad taste in your mouth for sure. Uh, Trey, what are your thoughts on that system? I mean, the fact that it wasn't botted is, at least it doesn't seem like it or that to my knowledge. I mean, what else can you ask for in a drop? I mean, the the CAPTCHA thing was was not great, right? Where some people get CAPTCHA and others don't. So I would say that's the one exception. But I mean, you 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 didn't have people that were getting stupid amounts of packs, like 12 or 15 or, or 20, right? I mean, for the most part, everybody in our Discord either got 333, 330 or 300 or they struck out. But I have a feeling most most of the people that did strike out went for that premium pack. And I mean, when you have what did CryptoStorm say there was going to be how many people going for for that premium pack and there's only like 500 of them. It yeah. seemed like most of the people, you know, had a decent shot at it. I mean, for the demand that it seemed pretty good and it seemed pretty spread out. And the queue system just completely takes out any control that you have. So, like, I want there to be that, okay, I felt like I went in there and did something right. Like, when you mint something like that, it you get that satisfaction. Whereas, like, when you get put in a queue, it sucks. Like, you just sit there, and if you strike out, you strike out, and you're like, wow, that was that was really dumb, right? So, yeah, maybe it's not the most fair, but, I mean, it it seemed pretty spread out given the demand. And so those are, those are my types of jobs. That's how I like them. I seem... Maybe it's because I do do well on them. I don't know why. I mean, I don't think I have any faster internet than anyone else. Um, it's not like I got any massive servers up here. But yeah, maybe that's me being a little bit biased because I got the 330. But those are kind of my thoughts on it. Lou, what are your thoughts on the, the fastest finger? Well, I guess first come, first serve, one second style drops. Basically like sneaker drops in my head. This is my understanding of how the sneaker drops are. Just click a button this be. time. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, the issue is how fast that goes. And if you're not just sitting at your computer, because I saw a lot of people are having issues with mobile to do it. And, you know, a lot a lot of people at whatever it was, five o'clock on a Saturday aren't at home and um, just going to sit on the drop. And it was heavily touted as guaranteed EV. And uh, that's one thing that, concerned me a little about that next drop they're going to have because i think each of these drops they have are going to become less and less ev as more and more cards get distributed and so i think in general it was a relatively fair drop people had the same plan and people are going to complain if they don't get it either way whether whether they say oh it was on twitter first you said it was going to be on discord first it's like well just have both up you know that it's going to be one or the other have both up you want to be the first click you click it says page not found you just gotta keep refreshing it's everyone's playing the same game at that point and that's where i kind of side with what trey was saying where at a raffle you're just relying on luck completely and you don't really have any control so then maybe in that sense you can't complain about something because it was based off of luck but I mean, people always find a way to complain anyway. Yeah. And if, people if are going to multi-account raffles too. So, I mean, yeah. you're going to run into it. There's a but, sacrifice like, to be Mecca. made at almost every single drop style that you do. Like if you just do a regular gas war, you don't get that same plus EV, but you can almost guarantee yourself the mint, right? So it's like that game, right? Where it's like, okay, you get guaranteed plus EV here with parallel, 
but at the expense of it's a first come first serve fastest wins. So I think that's where there's like these trade-offs in every single style of mint that happens. And there's always going to be, you know, parallel last time was perfect. This time it wasn't. So. Yeah. I think you could, you could argue that you could do the same system, um, but make it raffle where you have two minutes to enter, right? Like it would stop the multi-accounting and stop the botting a little bit. Like you have two minutes to click the link to get in and then, then it's closed, right? Like it's, it's similar, but then you're not fast finger worry about if your page refreshes. And, you know, I, I think a lot of it would have been solved if they just didn't give three packs to people. Like you, you give one, one each one max, right? Like that's three times as many people getting a pack. That's a good idea. I kind of like that because everybody feels okay. At least I, I got yeah. one. Like, why'd you need three? Like, why does, why do some people need three and other people need zero? Right. Like, I guess that's my argument. If you knew demand, demand was going to be that high, why did you need three? Yeah. I mean, going back to like the top shot ideas, I don't think they are pricing these for current. I think they're pricing these for long-term to be able to have them sell this way. Uh, where, you know, arguably it should have been something more like, I don't know. 0.05, or something like it. You really shouldn't get three packs for 0 0.01 when you're getting what was that? Five, it was five cards each of those, right? So yeah. you're getting 15 cards for 0 0.01. That's automatically going to be guaranteed profit. And that was the side of it where I don't each. know. Yeah. I, I thought it was, it was four, three, one, right? Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So it's like, I don't know. It's almost impossible to to fail if you get that core pack. So in that sense, that was the side of it that, I mean, they could have priced it higher, but I think they're thinking long-term with it as well. And uh, you would notice, uh, Babs wouldn't notice, but the rest of us notice that you pay a like transaction fee, essentially, when you buy them. We paid 0.07 on top of that, the pack fees, for, as a gas fee. So... Um, I thought that was interesting from an economic perspective for the team because it's kind of like when you are paying a credit card fee when you're swiping your credit card, but then they just fold it into the overall cost. Like, what do you want to, how do you want to hide this money from folks? So they could have done 0.05 on each level. The, maybe that prices out one person in the world from getting the packs. Like, nobody else would bat an eye at 0.05 on well, each. Well, some people were saying, like, oh, wow, they're, they're adding this much and they, but, I mean, that's my point, though, because if we added 0 0.1, 0 0.05 on each of the three packs, then nobody's going to complain. It's just going to be hidden in the cost. So it's interesting that they they separated it out. So what that leads to down the road is, oh, I only paid 0.01 for this pack, but really you paid 0.01 divided by that gas fee. So I know we're talking not that much in ETH terms, but it's just interesting as far as how they structured the pricing, because um, it, it, it feels like. I think they're thinking about it at least, which is really bullish in my view on parallel as a team and as a project, because they're thinking about the nuances of it. And even I remember Babs in the discord was like, what are the chances this, this site stays up? There's like a 10% chance that it stays up. And it basically did the initial drop. It failed, but that's right when they, they deployed it. So I I'm super bullish on parallel in general. Um, and this goes to a macro conversation, I guess, if we want to go there, but it's, it's chilly season, which means it's time to build. And I think Parallel is going to build probably a fun game. Um, I was talking to Storm, like, do you actually want to play the game? He said, probably. I think it'd be fun. So um, do you have you has anybody read up on Parallel and or are you interested in actually playing the game? I want Trey? to. Uh, I want to look into it now that I hit a couple of these packs. Right. So before I go out, you know, 
on a selling spray. I mean, these were so plus EV. I paid barely anything for them. So I don't see any need to really rush, at least in my position, to just rush and rush and sell these. So, you know, Crypto Storm is really sharp. And I think I've, you know, a lot of the money that I've made so far, you know, in NFTs or in crypto in general is just tailing people that I see as sharp. So, I mean, if Crypto Storm is as into these as he is, then it at least makes, you know, makes me raise my eyebrow and go, okay, I should probably be looking into this before I, you know, just go off and dump the cards for the guaranteed plus EV. Um, so I'm going to be looking into it for sure, especially because it's, you know, like you said, it's, it's chill season right now. Why not look into it? Yeah. But no, I before. haven't really, I haven't dove into almost anything. I think the art on these things is freaking sweet though. I've got, I like searched it on my open C right now and like my big monitor. It just looks so cool. Yeah. Like all the cards put together. Yeah. The art's incredible. Um, I put it, you know, I had, I put it up against, uh, the fuck render fuck crystals and just, these are it, they, they, they're unparalleled because i remember when the crystals came out i was yeah. like oh wow these are cool <laughs> uh and yeah i was kind of wrong about that <laughs> that particular one uh on the note of, of of tailing storm just tell them the whole way through um i yeah, right. lost i missed out on 600 bucks about of this meme coin called tractor because i didn't click two more buttons over on avalanche uh and i i yeah, so follow the whole way through, and then you'll get an extra 600 bucks of a meme coin, um, FYI. Um, the other goings-ons, goings-ons, goings-on, are NFT NYC, so IRL meetups. Obviously, the, the four of us are still sitting in our basement, uh, <laughs> if you will, um, as, as Levitan would say. So... Uh, what are our takes on in-person meetups? I know Babs, I'll, I'll, I'll go to you first as far as like, uh, I think you're talking about, oh, it's lines and lines are cool. Lines are bullish. Uh, so what's your take on the NFT NYC uh, whole concept? Imagine waiting in a line, right? Spending $1,000 to fly to New York to wait in a line for seven hours with a bunch <laughs> of guys that don't shower. Like, <laughs> no, that's a joke. Um, I actually think like the Bored Ape stuff is super bullish to me. Like, the fact that people are flying out to New York, you know, waiting in the line just to kind of hang out with people that are like-minded and part of their community. Like, you know, we're in an NFT discord, we're on an NFT show. Like that should be cool to most of us. Like the fact that people get that into NFTs, um, like that's bullish to me, like long-term, you know, pe people want to be part of it. Like the whole, the whole NFT space is, you know, we always get down on it, but the fact that people want to like participate in events like that, um, just be, to be part of a exclusive club. Like I, I actually really like that. Like I, I have a board ape, so obviously I'm, I'm biased. Um, but you know, it's not why, why I own it, but like seeing other people get that excited about it makes you, you know, appreciate what you have, I guess. Lou, what is your, what is your thoughts? What are your thoughts on uh, in-person meetups? For NFTs, seems like they have a pretty good turnout, and everything that I've seen on like Twitter, everyone seems pretty happy about being there and how things are being run. Um, I get the idea that like yeah, a line. It's kind of like when we have a big drop and there's a lot of people waiting, like the parallel one, that just proves demand at that point. And it's nice to see that, but at the same time, like you wish they maybe anticipated better how many people would show up um the top shot they seem to have a pretty good uh meeting today 
and then I see all these people at the Knicks game and it just seems like everyone's having a good time. And so far it looks pretty successful. Uh, what about you, Trey? I I actually thought about going, it was, I was kind of late to the game to it. And I've already, you know, I was in Florida for two weeks. I'm going to LA here for the Vikings chargers game in a week. And then I'm going Thanksgiving and I'll be in Phoenix in February. So I already got like, <laughs> nice. I don't know. I, it was hard to justify, but I really did want to make it out there. I've just been like, so on the go lately um, in terms of traveling and stuff, just because I don't know, I was cooped up for a year and a half and now I, and now I want to go out and enjoy myself. So, a lot of those are like annual things that I do, but, um, you know, I'm just sneaking a few more trips in here. So no, it would have been, I would have loved to get out there. I think it would have been a lot of fun, especially just like, look, we've been spending the last nine months on our computers with like the same people, right? It, it, it would be cool to, to finally come in and see everybody in person and, and kind of do one of those meetups. And I hope we can in the future here soon. Yeah. And people are meeting at this point in time, like famous people, like Gary yeah. V is there. Um, yeah. Ferocious had people. a bunch of people paint with him today. Um, yeah, that's really cool. Like Rose Gold was there at the Top Shot meetup and Roham and all these people that we're seeing online and or over like videos or whatever. And you can like meet them in person and, and like that's kind of cool too. Or just someone like um, uh, Farrakh Farouk however you pronounce that one. I saw him around and people were excited to see him and you know, it's it's a type of thing. Didn't Sham do have something like find me in yeah. um, Central I'll send Park? You point, one. point one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty that cool, was actually. Like, was yeah. I was just imagining people running up to like this 15-year-old or 16-year-old <laughs> kid, like fanboying over it. It's like, oh my gosh, how low are we stooping right now? With, with his mom there to take the pictures and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <That's> great. <laughs> great that's funny so brian this is also where my head went because i know people were talking about oh <clears throat> i'm gonna bring my laptop to the convention center or whatever i'm like there's no yes. chance in hell i would do that uh there's no just it's not or set up a burner machine or whatever yeah. uh and you could do that and keep a small ish amount of eth on it if you really wanted to but yeah there there are people smarter than you meaner than you ready to take your money and you, everyone walking around there is worth a lot of virtual money and they know how to deal with it. So yeah, yeah I, I agree with Brian. Um, that would honestly scare me of, of these big meetups. So you better have your OPSEC on point um, in that regard. Even in the hotels, because they know where you're oh, going to want to stay in the hotels. More so in the hotels, I think. Yeah. What's, I would be shocked if we there? didn't see like one, if we didn't see like one person get hacked, not to be a Debbie Downer, but like, I mean, that's just... It's, I mean, that's got to be a magnet for hackers. Oh, for sure. Stuff yeah, like that. It's got people get careless. They have a few drinks at bars and stuff. I mean, it just, it seems like it'd be so easy. Yeah. Club and GMI meetup. There you go, Trey. Where to go? You went, you went full circle, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You fought it. I would still go. I think just being careful, like, um, like, like you said, having a burner account. Thanks. Why are we stabbing people? Morbid. <laughs> no, not not. No, I don't. Okay, if you stab Babs, his abs would protect the rest of his body. Oh, that's I don't true. think you have any problem. But, but I, I've heard people say that before. That like they don't feel comfortable wearing like a board ape like hoodie out out in public. And and you know like I, I kind of understand that. Like it, it's it's basically saying, hey, I have I potentially have a 
asset worth a hundred thousand dollar on my on my phone, right? A lot of people might not know that, but like I get the fact that where where some people <laughs> where some people might be a little paranoid about it, right? I, I never really thought of that take until someone brought it up. Really, that makes like, sense. Oh. I mean, yeah. Oh. Do, pe- do are do people who walk around with a Rolex more likely to get robbed? Like, are people that drive fancy cars more likely to get it broken into? Like, that is a real thing, right? And if people know that, oh you can only access this board ape sweatshirt if you own one, then you know, they're arguably worth at least that 30 ETH or whatever. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know what? if it does It does matter. Like people, yeah. Like someone in the chat said, like people drive Lamborghinis and, and they survive. Right. But I, I, I never thought about it. Like it never really concerned me that much, but I have seen people say that before. Right. Yeah. Basically the, the moral there is I'll play daddy wing again. Just be careful when you're, meeting up with a bunch of nerds in person like that's be, well and part of the i guess the difference is broadcasting it too like that's that's my issue and it, just wearing the hoodie is different because you might not have cash on you but if you have your computer out or doing whatever because we're also like nerds in general who are involved in nfts and in crypto so we're going to want to have our devices around just in case and yeah it's just it's just a little little scary um uh, so am i gonna all. get robbed so, for wearing my my new club ngmi hoodie yeah, you're that gonna automatically happen? you're automatically rich if you have that on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's basically <laughs> happened twice now where people are like, "Oh my god, it sold." That's that's scary. Uh, where one sold and he he hasn't returned yet, and the other one had multiple tokens. Thankfully, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe they are going to go after your token. We'll see. Um, okay, we had some listener questions as well submitted. So um, we had one from Ham Bowen. Pick five holds. Five feels like a lot. So we'll do like two or three each, I guess, which we can overlap. I just want to, I want to take it easy. I mean, I, I thought of one of these. So five seems like a lot for me personally. Pick five holds for the non punk BAYC board apes or Kong's division. Now, Ham included dot, dot, dot. So like that kind of echelon. But I personally wanted to start with uh, Cool Cats, would be mine uh, as of right now. I'm not a Cool Cats holder. I like their roadmap. I do think the PFPs are cute. So they check a lot of boxes for me as far as what I'd want to buy for the the high end holds. Um, so that's my first one. Lou, do you have another hold that you'd be interested in? Yeah, I have, I have a few that I'm currently holding. Um, Doodles is a hold for me. Yeah. Um, similar idea to what you're saying about Cool Cats is I think the artwork on it is something that I could see people using. For PFPs, they seem to like it. It's relatively simple. Like the colors are the pastels. People generally like that color scheme, and they have a pretty strong team behind them. So that's one that I'm holding. Abs, what are you holding? Not your. I'm, I'm probably gonna get flamed for this one, but but I, I kind of mentioned it earlier. Like I, I I like holding Pixel Vault stuff, and you know people people laugh at it, but I actually think. If you want something that has a bunch of upside and you want to invest in, you know, a perceived good team that has upside with, if that game actually ends up being something one day, um, like to me, it has the most upside. It has the the best chance at being one of those ones that, you know, rockets in the future. If, if the game's good, people like it. They have a ton of money to invest in this game, right? Remember? And, and like perceived good team, like that's debatable by a lot of people, but you know, the, the, the mechanics of the staking, the mechanics of like a future game that has a ton of funding available 
and perceived like investors, you know, the rumored Adidas interest in the merchandise deal, like all that stuff to me. And you might laugh and it might never be a thing, but what if it is a thing, right? Like it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's Beanie all isn't like, completely melted down by then. Yeah. He had well, rough all day those today. things. But like, that, that's why I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm interested in holding it is, is the upside and the fact that if, you know, if pixel vault doesn't succeed, probably 99% of my other bags aren't working out either. So like I'd rather invest in the high upside one if, if I'm thinking long-term. Uh, I was just laughing at Adidas because it, Adidas has become when China for top shot, like for me, like, cause I've heard yeah. about this. Oh, have you heard? Have you heard for literally months now? That's it's going to be like sketchers. And, and yeah, the other I, one I'll throw, I'll, I'll actually throw this out like Carlene will love it, but like Pernelope's country clubs, a long-term mm -hmm. hold for me, like Allison brought it up the other day, invest in people um, like Carlini. I trust, I trust he's always going to be building. He's always going to be thinking of ways to like bring value uh, I'll just bet on him. Like I'll trust the fact that he'll always be trying. Um, and, and that's, you know, 95% of it for me. Like I'm just interested in, in seeing where he takes it. So like, I'm happy to hold those. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of hard specifically if you're in our small world to, to separate the bit from the truth on the, on Pernelope's just because we Carlini comes in and it's like the Kool-Aid man just giving us a hard time, which is most of us seem to enjoy it and get the bit. And then, so it's kind of hard to say, yeah, Penelope long-term hold kind of deal. But yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. I mean, he's the, the fact that I, I don't, I don't know. I haven't done my 50 research on too many of these projects, but I haven't heard of many with two year long commitments from a team, which I think, so I think it's huge because we've already talked about two cycles, like, like <laughs> that feel like this already in the NFT world. We've been doing this for what, six months uh seven months or so so yeah I, two years is gonna be a long time for that team for sure uh trey what hold do you have babs you're you're not gonna believe this i almost put pixel vaults on on that list uh when i was thinking about it mostly because like i've i obviously sold off and you know i think even crypto storm said in the discord today like everyone was kind of shitting on beanie but he's like he's made me a lot of money and and the the same holds true here so like like you said, Babs, I mean, there's so much upside there. So I'm I'm not going to be the one to say don't invest in it. In fact, you know, they've got the planets and some other stuff that you can invest. Even the, I guess the meta heroes now are down to what? Like a two and a half ETH floor. So, I mean, you, it's not like the biggest entry price. Like it was back when it was really pumping and mint passes were like nine ETH. So I don't think it's that bad of a bet right now. Um, I think it's gone down and it, it might even be the time to to get into it. But just know there's obviously a lot of risk that comes along with that and that it, it really it's probably not in my top five but i can see why it would be because it's got so much upside um cool cats was another one i would i would be looking at um as as much as we don't talk about it zed is probably still on my list um of holds and i you know i sold off a lot of my really good horses and stuff like that just because i was really trying to stack ETH back then and kind of hit those goals but I mean, I still hold like six or seven Phillies probably um, as well as a lot of the offspring there. So I'm just kind of sitting back and watching on that. Like I don't have time to get in and play the game, but if it really does pop off, I want to have exposure to that one. Um, another cheaper one, why well, I, I think toads are in my top five. 
So if you, I don't know if those would be considered in like the punk, probably not in that. I mean, they're lower than cool cats. Yeah. Yeah. So I would, I would, (laughs) I almost honestly bought another tone when I was kind of liquidating a lot of stuff. I wanted to reshuffle some positions just in terms of what I was invested in in NFTs and toads is at the top of the list there. Um, So toads. And then another one that's maybe a little bit off the beaten path would be robotos. Um, those did really well actually like they came out of nowhere we all sat on them for months and then i think a lot of people sold off but those got up to like a two-week floor um and now i think they're back to like half an eth now but i mean they've got a good artist we all love the art uh i think the community is pretty decent so i think they've got a pretty good backing and they're officially here to stay so i would put like a a, almost maybe make that my dark horse of holds yeah i still think that is high on like long term they're doing a lot and they're doing more free stuff like free tournaments and just tournaments in general. Yeah. Like I have all my Zed bags still like what concerned me is looking at the floor lately. Like I think I still have, you know, 11 or 12 Genesis horses, but you know, Buter and Genesis were down to like 0.18 last I looked Um, again, everything, yeah, everything's down. But like, I think last I checked before that was like 0.58 floor. So everything's down, but yeah, like I, I I still am comfortable holding the Zed stuff just because I do think it's a good long-term bet. Um, You know, it might never work out like some of this stuff, but you know, more comfortable holding that than some of the other things. But are, are, are we kind of bearish on the fact that none of us said art, art blocks? Like I have it know? on my list. I wanted oh, to bring I, it up. I can, I kind of yeah, consider I that in the higher range. Is honestly. It? Okay. Uh, but there's yeah, a whole range. I mean, there's certain playground drops that you could definitely get into for a very pretty affordable entry point in my opinion. So I think it, you got to pick the artist and you kind of, kind of, pick something you just vibe with but i i think art blocks is definitely in that conversation yeah some people are talking in the chat about the the galactic apes i don't know galactic apes in top five holds yeah yeah, I didn't. Be I, I, so I like I like the, the argument for galactic apes is is the arts really good like people like the art of the artist um, they, they, they're trying to build utility in the future with, a, with a game and missions. So like, again, it goes to that, back to that whole thing. If the game's no good, people don't like it, then yeah, like it's not a good long-term hold because then it's just a PFP project. But if, if they actually build something that people like, yeah, like I still have six, like I'm happy to hold them over some of the other stuff that I, I think's just a PFP project that like Vogu or Anamita is like, I'd rather hold my galactic yeah. apes than those, than those type of things. Right. I would agree there. Yeah. The, uh, the last have, one on my list. Well, I, oh, go ahead, Lou. Yeah, I, I guess and I hold a couple other ones, but um, World of Women I've always been high on because they have the the women narrative to it. Um, so that's one that I hold long-term because I think it'll sustain for a while, um, especially what I've like seen online with other, you know, the women empowering movement side of it. Um, I think we'll always keep it like relatively steady and Gary V is a big uh, backer of that one. Um, I, I just want to say sup to all my, my Domiverse friends for the blit map, blit not uh, sup drive bros. Um, I think Dom is a super nerd who is going to make fun games um, that are mostly or all going to be on chain. Um, and he's just going to push things forward in a lot of different ways. And he's there's going to be a new drop coming soon ish from him. 
and he's really focused on the drop mechanics. So I'm I'm curious to see what a, a person who I think is a very creative mind is going to come up with for a drop because he he's weighing all the market dynamics. Like he already is talking about, oh, I want to reward my owners, but I also don't want to price out new people. So how do you manage that kind of distribution path? Um, I think that'll be very interesting. Um, and he's just an on-chain maxi in a lot of ways. So I even funded it a while ago. There was a, a, a silly little skateboarding game that he released. It was like, hey, look, look at this cool thing that I did, which I also think that could just be that he's just a super nerd and like just did that in a, like a two-day sprint and then was like, oh, look at this cool game that I did. Um, because then you also see some of the artwork from the, the blip knots and the blip maps. And it's pretty incredible as far as just the art experience. So yeah, I, I think that's one of just betting on the creator and betting on the person because I, I don't see... Uh, I don't see Dom getting unhinged as far as his public persona, at least ever. Um, if that happens, then those bags are going to be dead pretty quickly because he's very calm, focused, and just a nerd. So, yeah, the the blit verse is uh is one that I'm super into as well. As far as the red chips, I guess I don't know. I don't even know. What, I don't know what colors. Are. I don't play with large amounts of money. So people are like, oh yeah, blue chips, white chips. I don't remember. I know blue chips just because the saying. But what's under the blue chip? Is it red? Is that the next one? I mean, I don't, I don't think people call them that way. <laughs> I think white and red are usually red. lower. In, yeah, I think it goes blue, poker. red, white. Yeah. Great. Well, maybe when we do a Club NGMI meetup, we'll have to play with poker chips correctly. Because we always just said blue was worth 10 this time, and red was worth 100 this time. Yeah. Like, it, whatever. I mean, yeah, um, we just have to do... Or you saying and, there's no uh, other chips. We just have to do like a Poker Stars tournament through uh, Club NGMI, and then you can see who gets the big the which chips are the highest denomination yeah i mean i would get crushed i would i would just start betting apes oh (laughs) well we'd have to do with the metaverse so then we actually like sit in like that was 3d versus just sitting on the table top down kind of viewpoint um adam is trying to get get, adam's baiting me this is bait adam and eric this is bait we're not doing that. We're not doing that. No, that's that's dangy Discord content style. We're not doing that on the show. Yeah. Any other uh, what, Lou? What do you got? I mean, not the worst topic. I mean, he already says, let's see, spicy nacho Doritos, hint of lime right. Tostitos. Hint. I don't know. What do you? What are your takes okay. on those two? At least because I, I mean, those wouldn't be on my top two. Personally. No, no. This is this is. This is bullshit. I don't like these uh, spicy nacho. <laughs> get out of here. You just get the regular nacho. Like, what do you want? You you want the MSG. That's what you're there for. <laughs> just get it through the nachos. I used to be a Cool Ranch Dorito Maxi. Tried the nacho again. It doesn't taste like nachos, guys. It does not. That in my head, I'm like, oh, it's like nacho. No, it's not. It's just it different. tastes like cheese. It's, it's the cheese, yeah. Yeah, hint but. of lime Tostitos. No, also that's a no, thank you. Uh, on my book, I don't know. I just like the plain uh, tortilla chips, which I will eat chips and salsa 24 hours a day. Uh, my uh, in-laws thought that was the weirdest thing ever. Uh, but yeah, I'll do it. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Um, also, if you want some uh, tortilla chips with your breakfast, chilaquiles. Give them a shot. You're welcome. I bet you they don't have those up in Ottawa. Bad. Regular ke- Ottawa. kettle chips are, are still the code. <laughs> what, what flavor kettle? Regular, just regular like Cape Cod chips. Yeah, yeah. I could eat those for days. Yeah, just 
I mean, the, the flavored ones are good too, but I just like the classic. The, the most underrated chip is the sour cream and cheddar, by the way. That's the most underrated because I don't think people buy it, but it's actually sneakily delicious. So like those are like uh, the Ruffles ones? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. The, the orange and blue right? bag. Yeah. I do like those. See, Barbecue chips are super bit. overrated too. I Incredibly. Here we go. This yeah. leads perfectly. Fats, you're going to say all dressed, aren't you? You're going to say all dressed. I, I, I'm not a big chip. I'm not a big chip guy. I think chips are overrated. Like, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. Like, <laughs> doesn't like I mean, chips. Like, like, doesn't like concerts. What is this? I'll, Who I'll are you? Are you an alien? Like, like, I'll, I'll have nachos, but I won't sit down and have a bag of chips. Like, I mean, they have like have ketchup that's... chips in Canada, so I understand why you, you know, would like, like chips. Well, like I'm an adult. I'll, I'll have a beer. You know, I'm not like a little kid. <laughs> No, so you're. What does so beer have to do with chips? Well, I'm gonna with have beer. shitty calories. I'll have a beer. I'm not gonna have like a, you know. I'm gonna oh, have my Jesus. chocolate bar. Right. God, you're bringing up calories. <laughs> talking about favorite chips, and you're bringing up calories. Can we not do this? <laughs> well, yeah. If I eat junk food Dude. all day, yeah, obviously I'd love to eat bags of chips every day. But I try, you know, I try to take care of myself. This is this is incredible. So, what do you put on the side of your sandwich? Do you have like a turkey and cheese sandwich ever? I have to have chips with my sandwich? Yeah, like I'll have a sandwich. <laughs> but do then, you, you don't have anything on the side of it? Do you sandwich and chips just like like a I don't pickle? know how you could like a pickle maybe? Well you can put pickles on your sandwich, but like having on the side of the <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I just like I, you know, I, I I try and eat healthy. If I'm gonna have something that's like, uh, you know, yeah, greasy. shitty calories, I'll have a beer yeah. or I'll have you know something something that I, I'm not picking chips is my is my argument, right? All right, that's fair. Okay, suppose what kind of what crunchy snack do you go for? I'm personally a, a an extra toasty cheese it maxi over everything. I don't buy them anymore because I eat too many of them. So what what is your badge? What is your snack? I like crispy I like snack of choice. I like popcorn. If I'm gonna have something, I'll have a bag like just Whoa. popcorn. I like popcorn. Is that kind of lame? The, that white cheddar skinny pop is straight yeah. crack. Yeah, like, I so love good. that stuff. Like all the skinny pop so bags. Good. Like I yeah, just crush I, that. I, I like I, I, yeah. I have a bag of that upstairs. It's, it's fantastic. I'll, I'll give you that. Do you, do you <laughs> go fresh popcorn or or uh, clearly we're talking bagged popcorn? But what about fresh? Are we fresh people? I like fresh, but it just oh, yeah. like, the, like it takes fresh. more time. Like the skinny pop ones are so easy; just mm -hmm. pop it open and it's ready yeah. to go. <laughs> oh yeah, the skinny pop is is yeah. pretty good, especially yeah. the white cheddar one. Yeah, so good. Uh, Lou, how do you dress your popcorn if you were to make it fresh? Yeah, I don't dress popcorn. Butter. I mean, I prefer butter, butter in there. Like movie theater. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's popcorn. Uh, you don't have to put like car caramel in there and like all random mm -mm. stuff. Mm -mm. No thanks. I I agree with that, but tahine is is the move on popcorn. Some butter, tahine. Uh, by the way, if you have a thousand watt microwave like mine, you put the butter in for forty two seconds, melts perfectly. Forty. Who is still knows a little how soft. many watts their microwaves have, their <laughs> no. microwave has? Like I, if you asked me, I would not know. Like no, I no do. Chance. Is that normal for people to know? Like, no, there's no chance. No one cares. No, no one cares. No one cares. Like, <laughs> that's cares? why, like, whenever I read Holy instructions on stuff that. like that, it's like, well, depending on the power of your microwave, and I was like, well, where where do I even find that? Like, how powerful oh, my microwave is? Microwave. Like, yeah. No. Uh, I can. Um, 
if you want, I could explain why I know that, but then TD will get mad at me. I know that <laughs> for sure. Um, all right. Any other, any other uh, bluish chip holds? I actually like that you brought up blip maps. Like, like that's that stuff interests me. Like, I always looked at it. Like, I'm not good at second guying, especially expensive things. But like, I wish I was in that project. And it, you know, if I was, I'd be holding it. Like, I'm, gl I'm glad you brought it up. Wonky stocks. It's one of those ones. That, yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's one of those ones where, like, you make the argument to invest in people. Like, he does seem super sharp, as you said, right? Oops. Oh, I have another one. <laughs> The Wizards, the Forgotten Wizards cult. Mm. Oh, God, that hurts. That one is holding very strong over this past week. I know. We're getting hurt and, I mean, on chain, and it seems like they have um, pretty good developers back end. And I know Babs really liked their website during that first drop. So I think cool. they're, they're one that I'm interested in. And I think they have a connection with Coinbase when Coinbase uh, NFT marketplace is going to come out. Yeah. Like they're still at one Ethereum. Like that's pretty good considering what the market's been. Right? I really, God, I'm kicking myself for selling those too early. Those okay. are ones that I actually am just like, dang it. Like I, I knew that they were going to be good and I just didn't, I was just like, oh, I'm going to list these. And you know, one of my mass crusades of listing, they just got, they got caught in the line of fire. So it's too bad. bad or Lou, how have we not mentioned Avastars? Like I just feel that so was the other one for that. Yeah. If um, I was making five, but it seemed like we were all I think Avastars would be on there. Like I I have three left and I probably will not sell them. I have uh, more than that. To the moon or zero. But I'm I'm doing I'm keeping the five <laughs> female ones that I have specifically to make that replicant, which is coming out um within the next month. So I'm excited for that one. I already have it. What it's going to be. Um, Would you rather fight 10 Maddox sized Andy's or one Andy sized Maddox? Um, one Andy oh, sized Maddox. Yeah, I think it's one Andy size. There's, the delta of size isn't big enough to warrant yeah, the me. 10 to 1 ratio. 10 Andy's like sprinting at you, this like throwing fists. Yeah, that would be tough. Yeah. That would be very tough. I don't but I but I feel like I also feel like Andy would is less likely to actually fight you than ten Maddox would. I think the ten Maddox would get mad at each other and get riled up and then try to fight you. I don't see Andy getting off the getting too crazy about that. Um all right. Any so Trey, I'm going to put you on the spot, and I'm I'm, going to, I'm, I'm being a bad teammate right now, and I apologize. Oh, man. So you mentioned that this feels way back about an hour or so ago. Like this feels like Mayish June when we could like plan ahead, look forward at projects that are coming up, and then kind of pick our spots a little bit better. Like mm -hmm. I think Forgotten Runes were around that time, and I remember we identified that we're like, oh, this is going to be a good one, and that's an example of one. So, uh. Have you seen any on the horizon that you're looking at? I'm still trying to play catch up and like clean my own house, like almost literally and figuratively. Uh, so I have not looked forward to see what I'm interested in coming up in the next couple of days. Do you have any projects that you are interested in? Um, not honestly, not really off the top of my head um, that I can really think of that are scheduled out there. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I guess I really don't have any that are, Usually they pop up like the week of or something like parallel was one that was, that was kind of, um, 
anticipated or whatever, but a lot of times they do pop up and then, you know, they're, they release like five days later or a week later. So, um, nothing that I can really think about the top of my head. That was doodles. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got breaking news. I have breaking news. We have another listener question. Um, TD asked, how do you sleep at night? So, um, I personally, I'm a big fan of white noise machines. Are you guys white noise maxis? I think you. I think you have to. I think you have to have kids. Like if once you have kids and you you sleep with a baby in your room and they have that sweet sweet white noise machine, you can't sleep without it after that, right? Like it's it's the only way kids can sleep these days, I guess. Like that's a rule. Um, you can't have a kid that's born in the two thousands that can't sleep without a white noise machine. <coughs> so once they sleep in your room, you just get so used to it. And now I can't sleep in a silent room anymore. No, we we have an army of them. We have N plus one. We'll continue the nerd theme of we have three bedrooms. So I have four, which is literally a backup and also like a travel one if we're driving somewhere because, you know, the the uh, actual physical ones are better than just the phone one or the speaker one. Uh, so that's good. Uh, what about um, comforters? Like I'm a big like I like heavy comforters on me. So we, we recently got a weighted blanket and oh, it's weighted blanket season. Because it's too hot in the summer, but it's it's getting chilly. Badly weighted blanket guy. I need to get a weighted blanket. I don't have a weighted blanket, but I have like the heavy comforter. Um, so I've, I've always kind of wondered if I should try the weighted blanket. But yeah, like I, I'm a type of guy that I like. I need to be cold at night, but I also want weight on me. So it, it's that weird, uh, yeah, you know, double, double standard. Way. Oh, just get your little toesies out. Get your little toesies out. But I like having a blanket psycho. on me. Like I need the blanket on me. I need it to be like you know, felt, feel covered, but I also hate being hot and I, I run hot. So I'm always hot. So my wife's the oh opposite. So she hates it. Like I have the fan on. Um, yeah. Like I always have the fan on. She hates it cause I'm hot and she's cold. So we fight over the temperature. Right. What about a fan? That's, that's how it goes. Fan yeah. is like the closest to white noise that I use. Yeah. That I don't counts. even have a fan. It counts. I fall asleep with I, I use a sleep timer on my TV a lot. So I like fall asleep to Netflix. I'll just throw like oh. some random episode of something on and then fall asleep to it and then TV will automatically turn off. That's my go to. Yeah, uh, just pop some melatonin. We're upsetting in. Clampy. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I, well, I'm I'm a theanine maxi now because I I'm a Huberman's lab maxi and he's talked about theanine and it's about like relaxation. And I took it once during the day and oh my God, that was so hard to stay awake. So yeah, that's how I, I now try to wind down my day with some theanine uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, Clampy, go go away, Clampy. Like this is what we're. If you want hard hitting NFT analysis? I don't want. We're not going to do TA on, on market trends. Oh, okay. I guess I thought he was talking shit, but whatever. Um, all right, so that's how we. That's how we sleep. Oh, look at look at Clampy. See? I didn't know Clampy was in on theanine. He's a theanine. Maxi. Oh yeah, that's right. It counter it counteracts the caffeine jitters that you can get if you're okay. Have you guys tried a sunrise alarm clock? Where it like no, it it goes out or it it slow, gradually lights up the room as you, like as you're waking up. It's pretty sweet. So then when you wake up, it's not like completely dark, and you just feel like you're in a cave. They're pretty awesome. Yeah, like Danny and I over sitting sitting here, like saying we'll get every ounce of sleep we can get, and you're just you have to wake up to a sunrise alarm clock. It's one in the afternoon. Yeah, it's if, if, my, nice. if my kid sleeps past six a.m., it's like a miracle. Yeah, my dog is like in no my kidding. face, same exact time every morning. I don't know how he he's the sunrise alarm. 
for me. <laughs> uh, if if you uh, we got one of those lights that turns like red and green when your kid's allowed to get out of the room or whatever, we did it retroactively. Kid doesn't care. Like she only brings it up when she's like, "I waited until it's green." She doesn't wait when it's red. She just like, yeah. So if you're if you're about to have a kid and you want to do that light thing, go ahead and do that. Otherwise, they're just gonna run all over the place. So that's fine. Uh, yeah, I don't have one of those nice nice lights that wakes up. The alarm rings. It's if I get to my alarm, it's a good day. At six fifteen is my alarm. That's that's a good day. Yeah. Um. Lou, do you have any projects you've seen, you've seen coming up? Anything that will help me sleep better uh, at all? Coming up? Uh, yeah. My, I, I mean, I that Akira one still have... isn't dropped yet. <laughs> Are you serious? Well, they haven't yeah, announced the date one? for it, right? So, like, I, it was supposed to be in, like, the first couple weeks of November. Like, the first half of November, I think, was their timeline. So, like, hopefully we get that soon. Yeah. That one. I'm trying to look forward quickly on the yeah on the lucky trader so, schedule. So the, I have oh, one. I have one. Yeah. So like they they announced an art blocks curated for next Monday. So like I'm super Ooh. curious to see in winter. You know when we haven't had an art blocks curated for probably I don't know three or four weeks now. You know how it ends up. Yeah. Like uh, I think that one I'm excited for just because we haven't had one in so long and maybe maybe it'll be something that we can you know make money on. Um, that would be nice. And then the other ones that is fish tank. I'll give you credit, Dangy. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to for fish tank potentially dropping on Friday. Um, it's just a, a project that's kind of similar to the, the orcs and, and mice feel. It's kind of got the same vibe. Um, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see if it ends up being, being any good. Uh, I'm trying to pull up this. There's an art blocks playground that looks pretty neat, actually. Um, but I haven't done it on this computer, so it's taking me forever. So um, there's one on uh november 5th at noon um, that i'm interested by lauren bedner so yeah i think art blocks hopefully it's coming back we'll see um that would be awesome if art blocks came back those are the best times art block trickle down it was it was just a print fest for art blocks you just mint it and sell it oh my for God. like two weeks right after hot wheels wax november 16th book it I don't even know if I have um, a wax account, to be honest. I think, <laughs> and maybe I think from okay. way back when I set it up, but that I, I wouldn't know how to get it. Into it would it. likely be from Street Fighter because I, you were not a wax bro back in the day. So I think it'd be Street Absolutely Fighter. Absolutely not. It was after Street Fighter. I, I think I did some of that, like our planet stuff or something. Like I literally logged on. It started like mining on some planet. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this on my work computer. And, uh, Never went on wax again. <laughs> wax, has been uh, I believe that's Alien Worlds. Oh, that might have been it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I sold some wax this week. It hit forty cents, and I was very excited <laughs> to get some back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember that night that it pumped, and I was not looking at wax at all, and I forget what it got up to, but that was. That was electric because a lot of us had a lot of wax bags and it was dead, 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 yeah. dead, dead for a long, long time. Lose the wax equivalent of, of DeFi Kingdom with me just buying the top, right? Oh, opposite. It just, it never topped. That was the thing. <laughs> it, it was just at like 16 cents. Yeah, it got up to what? 58. Yeah, it was at like 16 cents the last time I looked and it was like, wow, it's pumping. So people are back on wax potentially. Uh, Clamp is a wax. What is bringing them to wax? 
Is DeFi Kingdom not doing well? Is that the well? I, I just bought the top. It's fine. It's, fine. it's a it's yeah. a it's a fifty year play, Trey. Okay. I was, thinking about local. getting in, I was thinking about getting into it, and someone was like, "Have great beer exit liquidity." And I was like, well, "Maybe I don't want to get in." <laughs> we, I, I still think DeFi Kingdom is a decent play. Um, yes, the jewel price is down. That's just how these things work. The, it, I think it's fine. It's all about buying uh, once, into side chains. If people are going to buy into correct. Harmony, DeFi Kingdom's going to do well. Yeah. I, I just That's like the, the thesis of the that. play. Like, like if you once you log into the platform, it, you you kind of see how neat it is, and it's different. Like DeFi sitting on top of a, a gaming platform, sitting on top of DeFi. Like I could see a bunch of people in this space being interested oh, in yeah. it. Um, so, so it's kind of the play on like the, the fact that the game might catch on once they develop it out a bit, right? But no, I thought it looked. I watched some of that stream that you guys did on it. It looks sweet. I just haven't taken the time to actually go and get set up and do all that stuff yet. What about Treeverse? A kind of similar graphic wise to Treeverse. Treeverse has been pumping. Ugh. They have, uh, have a drop one, coming soon actually. as well. Yeah, we were just talking about that today. How we're going to sell at 3 <laughs> once it hits 3 Yeah, it's like so 2.5, we'll see if, isn't it? Yeah, we'll have to watch and see if that actually gets up there. I, don't, I really don't know a lot about it. That was some Logan Alpha that uh, he was like, hey, it might be a good buy now like a month ago. And so we just went in and bought, one. I think a couple of us, me, Riley, and someone else went in and bought one. And yeah, it's been not a bad, uh, not a bad play. Yeah. It's hard to find those these days. Hard to find those, especially the second guys. So that's, um, yeah, I, I, I vow one week minus one hour and 15 minutes. I'll have some things that I'm interested in, in the NFT world, or I'll explain to you why I'm not interested in them. So either it's going to be, yeah, we're dead, it's over, or uh, here's some things on the horizon that we're interested in. That, yeah, I think Art Blocks that that's a good that's a good bellwether of if the Art Blocks curated is alive, then we're good. So, and by alive, I don't mean you can flip it to double your profit. I mean like selling out before it hits point two, and it just hey, twenty three of these things sold, <laughs> like that dead. Uh, I mean, I cannot well, imagine that it will be that dead. I mean, this is going to, a curated is going to sell out. Yeah, like especially because there hasn't been one in a while. I'm more interested yeah. to see like how quick, like what price it sells out. Um, and then if 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 the floor doesn't crash immediately after, right? Like I, I think the biggest worry is, you know, it sells out at say five Ethereum and then an hour later it's down to 3.5, right? Like I think that's bearish on the NFT space if that happens. So So we'll see. I think it'll be a good barometer test. Because we haven't had one of those in a while. Uh, we yeah. were we, we were talking about setting the bar low and then leaping over it. So that's what that's what I was doing. But you guys are being honest about your assessment. I don't like that as much oh. because it's it's it could fail. I'm trying I'm trying to let it not fail because I would love and if there, there to be some NFTs that keep us warm throughout the winter. So um, I I will thank say you I, all. I, what? Oh no! Don't well, I was gonna I was just trade. last I guess last thing um, I. If this is the end, that's kind of weird of the NFT bull market. I, I kind of saw it being more violent and there being more blood in the streets, I guess, in terms of projects just crashing like crazy. So, I mean, some of these are still holding up. I mean, you can still get, you know, decent money for it. Granted, it's there's less liquidity, but, um, you know, I think some of these projects, if, if this is truly winter, you know, are holding up better than I thought they would have otherwise. I, so. I think Good projects are holding up. 
the good projects are holding yeah. up. All like the the C level yeah. projects are complete dust now. Like they're almost all under 0.01. You can't even sell them for under that. Like anything that's not you know the the project that's well established and has a good community and been around for a while. Like all those are like almost complete dust now, right? Like you can't mm -hmm. even unload them if you wanted to. So like that, I think that's the the where the blood in the street is right now. Um, but at yeah. least it's nice to have some things kind of holding on, right? Uh, yeah. So there was a, a late. Uh, the people want more chat, more chats. I don't know. I tried to not have the the trolley jokes thrown in the questions, which is I think what they actually want. But there was one real one. Then we'll I will actually land the plane so I can try to kick this stupid cold. So uh, Frankie wrote in. Shout out to Frankie, uh, a true grinder. I I love to see Frankie hit some wins uh, from a few weeks ago. He, he asked about what about the floor price while something is being minted. So that'd be a slow mint or when there was a pre-sale mint, I guess, in this scenario. Um, so there was a uh, point. Frankie sold something for 0.08 and uh, oh, it was a 0.08 mint and he sold it for 0.16 right away. And then he was going to go mint another one, but he saw the floor dropped to 0.09. So he didn't want to risk it. And then now it's up to 0.4 plus. So basically the price action was it was double mint price while they were still minting in pre-sale. And then the floor dropped. And then now it's back up to 0.4. So that's a fairly common price pattern that I, that we've seen in a lot of projects where the classic we're you. getting more supply and then you get the U where there's people just dumping the quick flip and then they get scared. And then that, that keeps falling, falling, falling. And then as the typically <clears throat> what I'll look for is the distribution of holders. If that broadens, then it's more likely that it's going to be uh, a, a, a upward U shape afterwards, just because if I only have one of a thing, I'm less likely to sell it. If I actually like the project, for example. So that's my thoughts. I know Babs, you were, nodding pretty heavily so do you have any other nuances on the price action while say a pre-sale is going on I, I sometimes get scared off of minting things because like the the floor will be around the same cost as what i would mint it for um but i think people overlook that and get a little scared off too easily like all the time you'll see after after the thing sells out all of a sudden it'll rock it up right so like as long as you like believe in the project, like don't be scared off if the floor is a little bit under mint. Like you still have the rare upside, you still have like that fact, and the fact that like people aren't buying while the mint's going on. Like gas is high, no one's sweeping that floor yet. So if you wait till the project's sold out, gas calms down. All of a sudden, people come and sweep the floor, and all of a sudden it it doubles in in an hour, right? So like. I, I kind of fell victim to that. Like I was looking at the ape wives, which maybe Frankie's implying, like it would sold out super slow. The, the mint, the floor was like a little bit below what it would cost you to mint, but you know, you can only mint three at a time. So that's why it sold out slow. Once, once it did sell out, maybe people wanted more than their three. Like you, you kind of have to look at all those factors, but like, I wouldn't let it scare you off. Um, if the floor's, 50% of what it'll cost you to mint. Yeah, I'm not minting, but if it's, it's around the same cost, like I don't think that's a reason to bail, I guess. And it all depends on, it depends on bankroll and where you are in, in managing that bankroll. I know for Frankie, for example, I'm pretty sure you're, you're building your bankroll, which you mentioned in the question. So yeah, I, doubling up. Great. You two take that all day. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. So, so the other part is don't look back on these projects um, unless you become battle hardened for the taking kind of L's on unrealized gains, I guess, if you will. Uh, I've been hardened to that at this point. I, I usually don't care. Sometimes it hurts. So yeah, just be careful about what you're looking at uh, when you're looking at later on projects when you've minted and 
made money in particular. Um, okay. On behalf of Lou, oh, like and subscribe. I know early we got a report from Eric that uh, our ratios were out of, ra- out of whack between likes and subscribes, specifically likes and then live viewers. Um, so, yeah, forgot to do that before. So, like, subscribe, uh, comment if you want. Comments are always good. Um, no, Tony, nothing else. Thank you for asking in the chat. Um, follow us on Twitter uh, at Lou Dog. Have you changed your Twitter handle or are you still sports? Yeah, it's Lou. gonna be Ludog underscore ETH. Oh, oh he's falling to NFTs now. No more sports. He's not even playing DraftKings on the weekend anymore. He's totally out. I still play Drag DraftKings. Just it didn't go very well this week. Oh, I got crushed this week. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm glad I can't play or refuse to play uh dfs there's no chance like perhaps I, I don't know how you would do it as a dad on the weekends like just, i have i'm just dead i'm dust no i have way. too much fun doing it i i have to like even though i know it's minus cv like i just enjoy building lineups and like looking into it. like i look forward games. to it yeah i mean i look forward to it every like weekend that i can do it so it's one of those just... things that i just enjoy at this point and if i make money on it great if i don't then i, I used to stay up late on stay up late on Saturday night and build my lineups. But then, you know, Sunday morning I'm wrecked whenever there's like a late injury news, right? Like that's, that's the dad problem is you don't get to spend an hour at your computer doing swaps after whoever's ruled out. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I, I knew that life wasn't for me when way back on draft street, I was trying to do NBA DFS. Draft and then street. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> I used like to love draft trying to do street. NBA lineups and say like oh it's almost dinner time like ah but the so and so for the sixers is out because the sixers were trash so then you're just trying to chase minutes there and i, I just think you remember that and that was a problem so i was dead uh doing dfs there and i just i was just donating i i, I would i would play oh. uh who would i i would take head to head because i'm an idiot i forget who it doesn't even matter uh he retired since then with my money uh from draft street uh on behalf of it, yeah Let's keep talking so dang you can never end it. You can never end the show. <laughs> he doesn't want to interrupt us. Just keep talking. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is so ridiculous. I mean, I'm happy to hang out, but I'm also like sick. Like, I do actually want sleep. No, you uh, I'm trying shit. to get, sneak out another REM. Get that weighted blanket uh, on. Uh, I, well, I got to go find it then. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and I'm not going in the attic. We're just going to go with a regular blanket today. Uh, Thank you, Lou. So uh, if you have questions, Tony, I know you have more questions. Um, feel free to call me. Uh, Tony, we can chat, but I'll put a sleep timer on our conversation. Uh, on behalf of Babs, Trey, Lou, this was Dandy8052. That's wrapped Andy. You're welcome. Very funny. Uh, thank you all very much for hanging out with us. We will see you next week. 